Hi guys, welcome to the brand new podcast, Divorce, What I Wish My Parents Knew. My name is Grace Casper and I will be your host on this journey. I am currently 23 years old, I'm a child of divorce, and I'm writing a book on divorce from the kid's perspective. Did you know that there are plenty of resources out there on divorce, but practically all of them are written by psychiatrists, doctors, other adults that have been through divorce, but I haven't seen very many written by the actual kids. This is really unfortunate because there are a lot of divorces that happen, which include the kids. I want to share this letter with you that I will be reading at the beginning of every episode to remind you that you are not alone. Dear parents, divorce was not in your life plan. No one anticipates getting a divorce. It completely turns your world upside down and forces you to create new rhythms without your life partner. You might have regret or anger or feel a sense of freedom. Either way, there is hope. If you're listening to this podcast, this probably means that you have kids. And if anything good came from your marriage, it was your kids. So as you listen to what these children of divorce have to say, I challenge you to listen before becoming defensive, to be humble and open-minded, to take notes and even share or digest these suggestions with your friends. You are not alone in this journey. Unfortunately, the divorce rate is rising and more and more families are choosing this path, but it's up to you on how you want to create your new family. You could choose to create a healthy one that actively seeks out wholeness and healing, or you could stand still and create a dysfunctional one that stays mad at how things have turned out and never seeking healing. But something tells me that you're seeking the first option. Are you ready to be taught by a child of divorce? Let's do this. Hi guys, welcome back to Divorce, What I Wish My Parents Knew. Today I am joined by a friend of mine named Isabel. Hey, Queen. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing well. Good. Better than I'm with you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hello. That's so cute. Um, so Isabel and I, we are in my room right now with a cute little candle from PF. What is it called? PF Candles? Is it, what's the say? Yeah, PF Candle Co. It's called Amber and Moss Number no. 11, and it smells amazing. We got some nice mood lighting with the candle. Uh-huh. It's wonderful. So we're going to have a real cozy conversation today about divorce. <laughs> um, but Hi. Isabel, there's no easy way to jump into this topic. So please give me your divorce stats. How old were you when the divorce happened? Um, are your two parents remarried? Are they dating? And what is your relationship with them like now? Okay, so I was like five or six. I don't really know exactly. I I feel like my like trauma response to everything is kind of like just to forget it. Sure. And so I really don't remember like at what age it happened, but I know it was like I was like five or six. Okay. Um, and my dad is remarried. He has been since 2015. And then my mom was remarried, got divorced again. And then now she, then she had a long-term boyfriend again for a few years. They broke up and now she's dating another man. Okay. And they've been dating for like almost a year. I'm so sorry. My dog is (laughs) eating food. (laughs) One second, queen. Could you say that again? Um, With your mom? Yeah. So my mom got married, I think in like 2010 Mm -hmm. or 2012. And then she got divorced again when I was 
a senior in college, so two years ago. Okay. And then she had one long-term boyfriend. They they broke off, break it off, and now she has another boyfriend. Okay. Um, and they've been dating for, I guess, like a little over a year. And then, what is your relationship with like them, with them like now? Do you guys talk? Um. Like some some of my guests, like their dad is literally out of their life now. Yeah. Or their mom is out of their life. So I'm just curious, do you guys still have relationships? Yeah, so I'm really close with my dad. Like, we talk, like, several times a week. Usually I call him. He's, like, tries to be very respectful of my space, which I really appreciate. Yeah. Um, was, like, really happy that I, like, got to move away, but was, like, so sad that I live so far away now. Um, but I talk to him all the time. And then my mom, we maybe talk, like, once a week. Um... But I would say it's definitely more of, like, a strained relationship. Like, I love her best from afar. We love yeah. each other best from afar. Yeah. She's very... And I but I think the sad part is, that like, she is doing her best. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the best way that she can love me. But it's, like, a very childish love. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Coming from your mom. Yeah. It's very... It's, like, I was actually talking to somebody at work the other day and something happened with my mom last week and I was explaining it to him and he was like, I was wondering, like, you seem like, I'm 23, if that <laughs> is relevant. Yeah. Um, and he was like, you seem like very mature, like when we like talk about conflicts or stuff that's happening. Mm. And he was like, I was wondering if that was just happened or if it was because you had some type of like traumatic thing happen when you were younger or like had to grow up early, pretty much was saying. And I was like, yeah, I had to grow up early. Hmm. I'm the oldest of six, so... Wow. Yeah, so I have two, like, we have the same mom and dad siblings. Sure, full-blooded siblings? Full-blooded. Yeah. And then I have one, I hate saying it this way, but I guess half, yeah, one half-sibling, um, and she's ten, or she's eleven, it's from my mom's second marriage. Okay. And then I have two step-siblings. Okay. From your dad being remarried? Yes, yes, from my stepmom. Yeah. Okay. And wow. Now. Wow. Yeah. So, growing up then, did it feel, did your parents do a good job <laughs> of making it feel, like, normal to have such a blended family? I mean, just, just kind of give us the information of what it looked like growing up in this home of not a lot of stability. Yeah. Like, because they got divorced when you were so young, and a lot yeah. of parent, a lot of parents are wondering, like, okay, my kids are so young, can they fully comprehend what's going on? Is this going to become their normal? Is it good that it's their normal? Like, yeah. questions like that. So can you just kind of bring us there? <laughs> so I, we would switch, like, every other week, or... Mm-hmm. I'll start here. So I remember my mom telling me that they were getting a divorce and it was, my dad didn't tell me. It was only her, which I, I still think is odd to this day. Mm. Um, and we went out on the back porch of our house and she was like, Hey, like, can we, I need to talk to you about something. And I was so little, like I didn't like really understand what was happening. And so when she told me, she was like, you know, you'll have a room here and you'll have a room at your dad's house and like, we'll have Christmas here and you'll have Christmas with your dad. Just kind of like explaining like how things would be different. Yeah, like logistics. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to have two rooms. I'm going <laughs> to have two Christmases. Are you serious? And I was so happy because mm. I just like really didn't like, I mean, obviously didn't understand what was happening. Um, so I think 
in that sense, it was like, it was explained to me, but it wasn't like super talked about like within our family. Like me and my brother, we talk about it now. Sometimes he's 18, um, but we really didn't talk about it until like I was in college really. Cause he was so young, like kind of growing up and um, it was just kind of like an awkward thing I think for him to talk about. Sure. But with my dad, we've talked about it a lot now. With my mom, I remember asking her, or like one time when I was little, I was crying. I think I was like 12 or 13. And she was like, why are you crying? And I was like, I don't want to tell you. I was crying because I was like sad that my parents were divorced. Wow. And Isn't that crazy? It like hit you like six years later. Yeah. Like the reality of what yeah. you're living in. And she was like, well, tell me, like, I guarantee you that I will understand. And my both like sets of my grandparents were still together. Or they, some of them have passed now, but they were together. Sure. The end. <laughs> um, and she was like, I guarantee you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I do that all the Sorry. time. Um, she said, "I guarantee you." Yeah, she was like, "I guarantee you that, like, I'll, I'll, I'll have, like, it will have, like, happened to me." Cause, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And I remember saying, "Like, <laughs> I, you have to give me one hundred dollars if this hasn't happened to me." <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Fine, okay." And I was like, "My parents are divorced," and she was like, "Damn, I gotta give her a hundred dollars." just kind of like this like unspoken like we didn't necessarily talk about like them being divorced it just kind of like happened sure and so my parents had bought a house like right before they got divorced oh gosh and so and it wasn't done like I remember seeing like people in the rafters like building the house when we were younger and so right when they got divorced we couldn't like go stay with my dad because my brother sure. was I guess he was, like, not even a year old or, like, just a year old. Wow. So he was, like, really young. Yeah. Um, and then my middle sister has special needs. So it was, like, she couldn't just, like, be in this under-construction house. Mm -hmm. And I was also so little. So we would we stayed with my mom, and, like, every other weekend I would go stay with my dad. And he just had, like, this air mattress in the back room that was, mm -hmm. like, pretty much done. And he had, I don't even know how this worked, he had a wind-up, like, TV that you have to, like, wind up to give it power. What? And I don't know how it worked. And we would, like, eat Big Macs and, like, sit back there. And I remember, Aww. like, thinking, and this is how I, like, kind of think now, like, like, the maturity levels of my parents of, like, how they dealt with divorce with the both of us, where, like, my mom, her way was, like, talking bad about my dad to us. And my dad's way was, like, I'm going to enjoy the time that I have with you. Mm -hmm. And if you want to talk about that, we can. But, like, I'm not going to force you to talk about that. Yeah. Or, like, talk about... I mean, there would be times when, like, he would be really frustrated with her about things and be, like, kind of rant a little. But for the most part, he was always really good about not, like, trash-talking her to us. Mm. Which I really appreciated because... It's your parent. Like, I'm not that close with my mom even still now. And... More so, like, when I was, like, in high school and then, um, but it's still my mom. Sure. And, like, I don't care how much she hates my dad or my dad hates my mom. I don't want to hear them talk bad about each other. Exactly. it's still my mom and it's still my dad. Yep. That's something I say in almost every episode is that 
the parents, like, you can divorce the other person, but the kids can't divorce their parents. Mm -hmm. Like, that will always, like you said, that will always be your mom. And so, it doesn't matter what she's done, doesn't matter what he's done, no matter what, the fact is, those are your parents. Yeah, and there's always, like, I still feel now, like, there's, like, always still this, like, want to be close with her, even though, like... Coming from her? Or coming from you? Coming from me. Like, I, I would love to be close with her, and I really try my best to, like be open with her and, like, have nice conversations with her, but it's, it feels like every time that it happens, it's like, oh, gosh, why did I go have lunch with her? Mm. Like, why did I, I, I leave worse than when I, I leave, like, resenting her a little bit more than when I got there. Ooh, yeah. Which is, like, not a good way to be. So, I, I try my best when I go see her now when I'm home to, like, okay, let's get lunch, or, sure. like, let's be, like, around a lot of people. Yeah. Um, rather than just, like, be me and her, or else, like, you like know, she's, like, on her phone on Facebook or whatever, and just, like, talks about her life for an hour, and she's Love. like, oh, my gosh, you didn't get to share anything about you. And I was like, yeah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> um, You're like, this happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, this happens every time. <laughs> Taylor's all this time. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I'm curious... Um, just kind of like, we've kind of gone over the overview of it, but like, what are some things that your parents did really well? Um, we've already touched on like speaking poorly about each other and how that affects you, but what are some things that they did well during the divorce? Not even just the divorce year, but I just mean growing up. Um, and then what are some things that they did not do well that you're like, okay, I have this story to share. This was really, this really affected me. Please, parents, do not do this with your child. Yeah. Things that they did well, I would say, like, when we switched houses, Mm -hmm. we didn't, like, switch in a McDonald's parking lot, (laughs) which Mm. I know that has happened with, like, a lot of people. I love that you're talking about this. No one has talked about this yet. Yeah. Like, the switching and the transition and the actual logistics of divorce. Yeah. So, keep going. I love this. So, like, I... that ha- Okay, so my stepmother, uh-huh. her, she was also divorced. And so, it was like, her kids were also switching back and forth as, like, we were switching back and forth. Oh, gosh. Did you ever overlap? Yeah. So, we, we tried to do it to where, like, we would all be, like, together for, like, the week. Okay. So, I guess, precursor... Me and my siblings, so me and my, like, two younger siblings, we would switch, like, week on week. Okay. But after, like, a few years, I don't really know why we did this, but I wouldn't suggest this to any parents to do this. I don't care how much you miss your kids for the week, maybe don't do this. We would switch on the Wednesday of the week to the other parent's house and then go back on Thursday. So, like, if I was with my dad, um, like... Monday to Monday, mm-hmm. on Wednesday, we would go to my mom's house for one night, and then go back to my dad's on Thursday. And what? Then, yeah. I don't know, really know why we did that. And then go to your mom's on Monday? Yeah. So, it would be like... What? Yeah. So, like, I would be at my mom's... If I was at my mom's for that week, like, Monday to Monday, uh-huh. then I would be... On I Wednesday, we would go to my dad's on for one day, one night, and then go back to my mom's at 5 p.m. the next day. And I don't really know why, but it was just such, like, a shuffle with, especially with, like, school. Yes. It was so difficult to be, like, oh, my gosh, I left. Excuse me. No, you're okay. <laughs> Let it out, baby. Um, like, I'm, homework? 
Yes, like homework, it'd be like, oh my gosh, I left something there. And there were so many times where like they would get frustrated, rightfully so, where like uh, we would forget something or they would forget to give us our, our like uniform or something was washed. Because did you have like two of everything at each house since you spent such long periods, like since you spent a week at each one, did you have like two different wardrobes or did you pack a bag? I packed a bag. You did? So I did have like things that I would keep at specific houses, but for the most part, most part I had like the huge Vera Bradley <laughs> duffel bag. <laughs> I saw me and it was like, it was like, you know, your parents got divorced if you have like four of these and there's a bunch of Vera Bradley bags. I'm like, yup. The Vera Bradley bags, they're like suave shampoo. Yes. They're just really cheap it's like, stuff. It's like watermelon, citrus, pink, bubble gum. That your dad would buy. Yes. (laughs) Um, But, sorry, a little off topic. No, I love it. Um, So, like, the switching thing was so weird, and it wasn't, like, I don't want to say traumatic. That seems like a a bold word to use, but it was, like, jarring. Yeah, Yeah, where it's, like, we really didn't have, like, I think, like, switching back and forth every week is the best option for, for a child who, like, has both parents still involved. Sure. Like we did, um, but it still is like a, it was never a conversation had really, which I think this would be, I guess, a bad thing of like, okay, like, where do you want to be kind of like, would you So there was never asking of the kids. It was just like, this is the way it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Did there, did that ever come up as you got older? Like, hey, you're older now. Now you get to decide. So as when I was, I guess I was. It was my junior year of high school, so I was 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I have my license at this point. So I, um, me and my stepdad, my mom's, she was married once before she was married, my, married to my dad, so her third marriage. Right. Um, we just did not get along, and there was like one night, or one evening, he... I don't even know what it was. It was like a door was locked that I locked or something, something like very minor. And he got like very upset and like started yelling and like screaming at me. I think it was like right before Halloween because we had just got our cat the next week and we named her Boo after Halloween. (laughs) So (laughs) funny how you remember memories. You're like, okay, he yelled at me then because then I've got our cat and we named Boo. Okay, yes. So how yes, yes. Um, so he was just like yelling or like, cussing at me, like, I wish you would fucking leave anyways, like, I don't even know why you're here. Oh my gosh. You're so disrespectful to us, like, you, just, like, screaming, like, profanity, and I'm, like, 16 at this point, and I'm, like, rightfully so, should be unhinged a little bit, Uh, because I'm 16. Yeah. But I'm, like, literally just sitting there being yelled at, and, like, I'm not, I'm, like, trying not to, like, feed the fire sure so I like literally go in my room he's still yelling at me I'm packing a bag still yelling at me I get into my car he's still yelling at me outside I like am backing out of the driveway he's yelling at me as I'm backing out of the driveway (laughs) it's like it's like a meme yes it's awful he's oh my gosh so um so yeah. you packed the bag and then what? You went to your dad's? Yeah, so I went like directly to my dad's house. I was still in my school uniform, I remember, because I literally oh. had like just gotten home from school. And so at that point, you just got to decide, like, when I'm fed up with this, like, I get to go. Because I, I have my license now. Was that kind of it? Well, so it like got to a point where like I went to my dad's house 
and my mom and I called her and was like he was yelling at me and like I did I couldn't be there and blah blah and she was like well maybe you're overreacting and like maybe you really did say something that you didn't realize was really sassy and <laughs> blah 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 and at the time I just remember like crying and just like Aww. hanging up because I didn't know how to like express what I wanted to say it was 16 sure. years old yeah your brain isn't fully developed and now I think like I don't care if I said, I don't care if I cussed him out. I was 16 years old and this man is like a grown ass man, like in his 40s. And he's also not your real dad and he thinks he has the right to say the F-bomb at you and tell you that you're bugging the relationship between you and yes, him yes. and your mom and yeah. you're literally in high school. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a plaid skirt. <laughs> How can you yell at a girl in a plaid skirt? <laughs> And so, um, I remember calling my mom, she was like, maybe you're overreacting, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I hung up the phone, I, and that was the day we got our cat, Boo. <laughs> Lovely. Um, and I was at my dad's house for probably like a week or two, mm-hmm. and then, but before this, and then I like went back to my mom's and like tried to like stay for a while, but like couldn't do it. And so then I eventually just, like, moved in with my dad full-time. Wow. And, but I remember before that, this is a bad thing that was done, was, like, if I was, like, doing something and, like, I, something was, like, just, like, going on, like, haywire in the house, like, people were yelling or, like, my mom was upset with me or whatever. Uh And I just, like, wanted, like, space she was not good about, like, letting me have space because, like, if mm-hmm. she felt there was an issue and she, air quotes, knew what was wrong, mm-hmm. if I said what was, like, actually wrong and it wasn't what she thought was wrong, she would, like, stand there and, like, berate me until I told her what she was thinking. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so it was like a... Oh, gosh. Like, I remember I... She's kind of a narcissist. Yes, yes. So there was, like, one time I, like... I think I did like bad on a test uh-huh. and that I had studied really hard for and so I just came home and like went in my room and like cried. I was like Aww. 14 or something and yeah. I like failed my biology test or something. Yeah. <laughs> something really unimportant now. But huge at that time. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so she was like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? I was like, I failed my test. Like I just want to take a nap. I like studied really hard for it. Yeah. She was like, well, like you can tell me what's actually wrong. <laughs> And I'm like, what? That's literally what wrong. And I was like, no, like, that's what's wrong. And then it, like, gets to, like, screaming and yelling and, like, sobbing and crying. Golly. Where I'm like, that's what's wrong. And I'm, like, very hard-headed. And so I think in a positive way, for, like, a way of, like, I'm not going to, like, give in to what I I know she wants me to say. Mm Mm-hmm. And this was the only time I ever did because I was just, like, so sick and tired. Like, she, like, put her foot in my door and, like, wouldn't let me shut it. Oh, gosh. Like, I tried to go and take a shower and she, like, put her foot in the door. Like, wouldn't let me shut the shower oh, door. Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. Oh. Um, and so, like, and so I remember just being, like, actually, there was this boy that I liked and he told me he didn't like me. So, so that's why that. I'm upset. Because my friend was having her birthday party that night, and I really wanted to go, and she told me I couldn't go unless I told her what was actually wrong. <laughs> so you made this story up? Yes, yeah, so I made it up, and she was like, thank you for finally being honest, and just, like, calmly walked out of my room. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, like, not a, 
I think that being upset about a test isn't a real problem, but a real yeah. problem is when you have like a boy that doesn't like you back. Yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah. So it would be like things like, but, so that was kind of an offhand story, but, um, like if something like that would happen and I would just like want space, I, I told that story to, for context of like, I literally didn't have the space, like there would like be a foot space. in my door. Yeah. Like I just like needed like space to like cry or be in silence for 20 minutes. Yeah. And so I'd be like, I'm going to call dad to come pick me up. And because dad gave you space. Yes. Dad gave me space. Like so it, something that like mom didn't do well, but dad did well was yeah. the giving of space to especially teenagers. Yes. Yeah. And I know it maybe came from like a place with my dad where he was like, oh my gosh, she's like my oldest and she's a teenage girl and I don't know what to do. Kind sure, of. sure. Um, but I would, I'm much rather having the space and like him being there if I wanted to ask him something yeah. rather than being like, what's wrong? Intrusive. What's wrong? What's wrong? Yes. Intrusive. Yeah. Um, and it like got to a point where like, I'd be like, well, I'm going to call dad to come pick me up. And she would say like, well, if you go to your dad's house, he's going to go to jail because it's not legal for you to be with him right now. Because oh my that's gosh. that's like the court said. We need to talk about that. Yeah. Parents, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, don't... I... Because then if, if your mom is saying things like that, how is that going to make your experience with her enjoyable? You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh mom, you're so right. Dad's going to go to jail and I don't want him to go to jail. So I'm going to just... just I'm going to stay here with you because you're so awesome right now. Yeah. Like, she, her saying that, she wants you with her so badly, but saying that isn't going to make you, like, love to be at her house. Yeah. No, not by any means. So, it, it like, so then I was in turn, like, didn't want to tell my dad that I, like, wanted to go to his house because then I would think he, like, would, thought that I would, like, would want him to go to jail or something. And so I didn't, like, really, like, understand that, like, if I wanted to go, I could literally just go. <laughs> I didn't get that either, actually. And so, um, I eventually just literally called him in the middle of the night one time and was like, come pick me up. And he mm. came and picked me up. And I remember, like, crying and being like, I'm sorry you're going to jail. Like, and now I think back, it's, like, a little silly. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry, you're, you're going to jail now. Oh. But he was like, What? And I was like, what? You're like, who said that? Uh, (laughs) yeah. And he was like, what do you mean I'm not going to, I'm going to jail? Or did you, what, what did you do? Yeah. And I was like, well, mom told me, like, the court said, like, I can't be here right now because I'm like, this is her allotted time. And my dad said, like, um, he said, I would love to go to jail for you. Oh. And I remember being like, oh. Okay. Oh. You would love to? Okay. Like, okay. Like, that was one of the, like, most reassuring things I could have heard. Wow. He was like, I would love to go to jail if it means that you're comfortable and safe. And I was like, oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. There we go, parents. Yeah. Like, fight for your kid. I think the thing that I'm hearing throughout these stories that you're telling is that um, your dad took an interest in the interest of what's best for the child. Mm-hmm. Whereas your mom mostly took an interest in what was best for her and what looked good to other people. Yes, yes. 100%. Because with the whole Facebook thing, like, it's way better to friends and community to be like, my family is just so close. And yeah. Isabel loves being at her mom's house. 
and we just have the closest relationship. We're just mother daughter sweeties. Yeah, yeah. And wanting to appeal to that image, whereas your dad just kind of was always there. Didn't do anything like super extravagant or loud, but just yeah. was like a constant for you. Yeah. And let you come to him in your time. Yeah. And I think that that is huge, is giving your kids space and making it clear to them that whenever they're ready, like you're here that you're there, yes. And you always will be. Yes. It's not like a, if you do this one thing, like that's going to be... Conditional. Yeah. It was like, my dad loves me so unconditionally. Mm. Like, even when I go home now, he's like, can we not talk about that? You have to leave in two days. <laughs> Oh. I think I'm going to go home this weekend, actually. Because, really? Yeah, because it's just like, I was say, saying that to my boyfriend earlier. I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to finally go home this weekend. Oh. Like, and get to, like, see people. I haven't been home in, like, gosh, like, six months or something. So, oh, it'll be I good to see, Yeah, it'll be good to see everybody. Um, That's really cool. Yeah, but, like, also, if, so here's, like, a don't do, like, if, I was ever doing something that, like, my mom didn't like, Mm -hmm. she would, like, I feel like berate is, like, an intense word, but, like, ask me about it all the time after we had already talked about it. Hmm. So, it was, like, we were never, we could never just, like, have, like, a civil argument, air quotes, Mm -hmm. or, like, discussion. It was always, like, yelling and crying. Hmm. Like, we could never just be, like oh, like, when you did this, like, one thing, like, the other day, like, it really actually upset me. Sure. And I'd be like, well, you're so ungrateful. I bought you socks last week. You don't remember that? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, Ah! this podcast is low-key about narcissists now. (laughs) Which, honestly, a lot of um, divorces are from narcissistic uh, adults. Like, I I follow this one. Shout-out to Divorced Moms. Her whole page is about divorcing from a narcissist. So I do have a lot of audience members in which they are splitting from their spouse who they now realize is a total narcissist. Yeah. And I, I feel like this, like I'm kind of talking about my mom a lot in a negative light. And I do think that she has a lot of things to work on. But mm-hmm. I do love her very much. Yeah, of course. Which is like, even still I like really struggle with because like she's my mom and I love her, and, like, I want to love her, and I want to be close with her and, like, have a good relationship with her. But then the, like, opposite side of, like... Boundaries. Yes, boundaries. Like, it's... (laughs) I was having this conversation literally last week. Um, Like, boundaries are so important. And I feel like if... Like, with any other person in my life, I'm like, oh, hard boundary, no, not talking to that person anymore. If, you know, or setting, like, really good boundaries. But with her, I'm like... Oh, gosh, when it's a parent, it's a different story. Yeah, because it's, like, it's not just, it's, like, that's Christmas, that's Thanksgiving, that's that whole side of the family. Sure. Because it's not like I could just, like, go to Thanksgiving at my grandmother's house and be, like, Not see your mom. Hey. I'm a big family, but it's not that big. <laughs> yeah, totally. And so, like, um, I think being open to have conversations that you don't want to have. Yeah. As a parent, is something that I wish that she did more. Mm. Um, because there, I mean, there are conversations that even I don't want to have, but they're necessary to have to like. It's for growing. Yes, for growing yeah. and just like being comfortable. Like, yes. To live in a more like, like peaceful home. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and just like for conversation like I don't want to have a conversation with somebody that I know like all this stuff is happening in the background like sure. I don't want to talk about what kind of pie there's going to be at Thanksgiving when and there's a huge white elephant in the room yeah white yeah. elephant why I say white <laughs> elephant Merry Christmas <laughs> when there's a huge yeah. elephant in the room of like you're really mad at me for doing xyz yeah or talking about what pie is going to be there yeah yeah and that's like not a conversation I'm ever interested in having yeah. is like one that's covering up another thing. Sure. Because growing up, I was, like, never allowed to, like, talk about bad things. It was kind of like you were saying, like, let's take a photo and post it on Facebook. Hmm. Let's, like, dress up in our Halloween costumes and, like, take a photo and, like, love love my girls so much. They are the best. We love each other. Which and, like, like, five minutes later, there's a huge fight or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or there was a fight while the photo was happening, but you can't hear a photo. Hmm. And so I think, like, especially with like, Facebook things, that's something that has, like, always really bothered me Mm. with that, because it's, like, and then not even, like, in regards to, like, divorce or things, it makes me, like, look at everyone else's posts that I see, and I'm, like, gosh, is this, who was yelling at who in the back of this photo? And, like, like, how staged (laughs) was this? Yeah, and, like, maybe, absolutely, like, maybe that wasn't happening at all, but, um, just like being respectful of your kid's space and um like not really caring what other people think literally say it again not caring what other people think like your friends that you go to like bunko with or that you like meet for margaritas like once a week that's so great that like you get to go hang out with them but be real yeah just like be real it's so easy to do (laughs) for the most part like you don't have to like divulge all your secrets and be like well me and my daughter just got in a screaming match like sure okay that's a little bit of an overshare sure (laughs) putting some baggage on some people (laughs) but you can just say like you know like say a prayer for me tonight yeah literally I'm not really ready to talk about it yeah that's all you have to say yeah you don't have to like talk about things that I tell you or in like a uh, like child parent thing you don't have to like tell all of your friends about like what I was what I'm struggling with yeah oh that's another good one that's that's frustrating yeah. I when I come over and your friends are there I don't want them to ask me about like the boy that doesn't like me anymore yeah and or, you're like, like how'd you know that yeah yeah <laughs> um, and I think that that's a breach of trust yeah and I, I that's exactly how I feel about the social media thing and it mm. like maybe it doesn't like seem that way because you're like oh well this like was a fun moment for me and sure like, okay well like think about how your kid was feeling in that moment absolutely and if there was like even if you were at like a I don't know like a play day at school like parents day out or whatever and you had a big fight that morning just don't post the freaking picture literally it's so easy to not post it <laughs> Literally. It literally takes more also, energy like, to Also, like, no offense, but people probably could care less. Like, exactly. They're going to scroll past and be like, oh, cute. Okay, anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it just does so much more damage than mm. it is, like, than your 50 Facebook likes from, like, your friends that you haven't talked to in 25 years. Amen, queen. Man, you're preaching some truths today. Another thing that I will say is I'm very curious about your sister, who has a disability, because I have a mom I'm thinking of specifically who has six kids, mm-hmm. and half have um, disabilities. Yeah, so. I have two sisters with um, special needs. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so her, she has some with Down syndrome, some with autism. Okay. 
And they're going through a divorce right now. And she is terrified. And just, it's awful. And so I'm wanting to know how your parents did that and what worked well for your siblings mm-hmm. um, and what it was like for you as a sib. Because um, I've interviewed on my previous podcast, those who know uh, a sibling before, about what it was like being a sibling of a person with a disability. Mm-hmm. And just that whole thing as well. What, if you don't mind me asking, no. what kind of special needs do your siblings have? So, um, my younger sister, she's 11 and she has Down syndrome. And then yes. she's incredible, she's amazing, yes. she's a bright star. She's 11 right now? Yes. Um, okay, cool. I'm not saying any names, just for like yeah, anybody's sake of them. Yeah. Um, and then my older sister is... She's 21, and she has Cree de Shaw, which oh, yeah. is French for cry of the cat. It's also a genetic disorder, like Down syndrome. Like Down syndrome, they have extra chromosome. And then Cree de Shaw is, like, similarly presenting in a way um, with, like, lower, like, neurocognitive function. Like, she's probably at, like, the level of, like, a... I don't know, like, five-year-old, maybe. Okay. Um, when she was born, they said, like, she would never, like, walk, talk, swim, anything. And let me tell you, she can do all those things. Really? She's, yes, she's very sassy. Oh. Um, she really didn't talk. She calls me all the time. <laughs> if she finds anybody's phone unlocked, I don't know how she calls me. I guess she... I don't even... <laughs> I don't even know how she would know my phone number, but she, like, literally will FaceTime me. Oh, my gosh, I love <laughs> it's that. It's so sweet. <laughs> like, Hi. <laughs> she has this really great habit of deleting all the apps on people's phones. Oh, love that. And, like, I mean, like, going into the notes and, like, deleting <gasps> all of the notes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It's really fun. <laughs> um, so I'm always like, oh, my gosh, uh, can you give them their phone back, please? Or stay you on know the phone what she's with about me. To do. I'm, like, texting them on the side. <laughs> um, but, so she is um, probably at the level of, like, a... I don't know, like a four or five year old, um, when, so she didn't really talk until we were, gosh, until like she was like six or seven, so, and she's 18 months younger than me, so I was probably like 10 or 11, I guess, Hmm. 10-ish, um, and so I, I think with like kids with special needs is, a lot of times I think, I mean, if, if this is a mother of special needs that we're, like, kind of talking to, um, she knows, like, they know what's going on, whether, mm-hmm. like, it's, they can pick up on the, I hate this word, but, like, the vibes of what's going on, yeah. kind of, like, the ambiance of, like, if people are mad or, like, upset or sad, like, she knows that. Yeah. Um, and so... I wish, I wish that I could, like, have, like, an in-depth conversation with her about it, but it's just, like, not a reality that's possible. Sure. Um, and I know that she still is, like, switching back and forth week and week. She is? Yeah. I don't think wow. they switch on Wednesdays still, but okay. I know she switches back and forth. Um, and when she was, like, starting, like, to hit puberty and things like that, it was, like, hell. Because mm. it was like there's no like consistency at home. Really, mm. like there is because it's like a schedule, but not really. No, having to constantly move between houses. Yeah, um, and then also my younger sister is only at my mom's house, so like she's not like coming with. She's not my dad's child. 
for yeah. my stepmom's travel so she's not like going over there yeah so when so she, for your older sister she doesn't get to see her all the time yeah but they have like a it's like they love to hate each other and hate to love each other <laughs> <laughs> like they're like not touching I'm not touching you uh, like waving their hand over <laughs> one another it's kind of sweet but it's you're like shut up yeah. shut up <laughs> don't touch her <laughs> um and I think that like having my younger sister with her mm-hmm. at my mom's house is good for her because it's like whether like she she realizes it or not it's like somebody in the same like place and mindset sure um and like, like it's like her buddy yes yeah and so i think trying to like create okay this is the biggest thing this is the biggest thing i think talking with your spouse about how you can create consistency yes because that has never been a conversation I don't think Mm -hmm. or like has tried to be a conversation but like was my mom or whoever wasn't open to having the conversation Mm -hmm. and because it was like I don't like you kind of so like why would I want to have this conversation about you and kind of like putting their own needs above the kids then especially a child with special needs who like really can't advocate for themselves in a lot of ways Amen. and so like being able to like Put your pride and your pious aside to just say, like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to have a conversation with my ex-husband's new wife. Yeah. And we're just going to, like, talk about how we can create consistency. And if that means that, like, your child needs to, like, stay in one place Mm -hmm. for, like, two weeks at a time even. And then Mm -hmm. you switch every two weeks or however that works for them or, like, coordinating how their rooms look because maybe you know like if you can have like okay we're going to like double order this ikea bed totally (laughs) we're going to make everything the same absolutely just like putting your pride aside and being able to and i know that has to be hard i've never been through a divorce as like a a married person yeah married person (laughs) hopefully i never will so i i know this has to be difficult but you can do it yeah it can't be that hard. A theme that I've heard in other episodes with friends is just saying, like, adults, like, put on your big girl and yeah. big boy pants and just be the adult. If I can do it, if you can so do it can at 17, yeah. Like, for the kids, like, it's either you become the adult or your kids become the adult. Yeah. So choose who it becomes. Because mm-hmm. you either have to put on your pants and you step up to the plate and advocate mm-hmm. and you put your shit aside, yeah. or. You don't do that. You're like, eh, I'm mad at them for blah, 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 Which, I'm sorry, that is very valid. Like, being hurt by your spouse that you thought you'd be with forever. That is very, yeah, very valid. Sure. However, if you don't step up to the plate, your kids will step up to the plate because they don't have a choice. Yeah. And they start to grow up fast and they're the adults. Or, if they have special needs, they can't step up to the plate. And they're just neglected in general. There it is, yep. It's just regular neglect. There's, like, no, like, oh, maybe it's a little. It's, like, call it as it is. Mm. It's just, like, mishandling and being um, being selfish is mm. what it is. It's just selfish. If you cannot put your feelings aside for, um, like, the well-being of your child. Who has a mental age of a five-year-old. Yes. Then there's something wrong with in your own brain. Yeah. 
like that it's just a if you can't like have a conversation about your child going to the doctor mm. with like your ex spouse and like it doesn't have to be like a you don't have to ask each other how you are and you don't have to like have pleasantries even at all sure you could literally be very you could formal. literally send an email <laughs> if that's better for you yeah you could totally. write a letter and send it totally it doesn't need to be face to face you could send a google questionnaire <laughs> Literally anything if you can ask them. FM. Yes, yeah. You could ask them via radio. I don't know. Um, just something. Yeah, but just like something that you would be comfortable with to yeah. like have that conversation just because um, growing up with people with special needs and I also do like volunteer with people with special needs um, now. And so, like, when, like, I'm not there to, like, be my buddy's buddy for our, like, ball game, mm-hmm. it's, like, bad for him. Yeah. Like, he can't focus the whole time. Yeah. Like, I remember one time I got there late, and this other girl got there late that was on the other team, and so, like, I was just put as her buddy, mm-hmm. and my buddy was on the other team, and the whole, the whole game, he was like, Mom, Mom. She's over there, mom. She's over there, mom. And yeah, like, it wasn't en- consistency. Yeah. Like, yeah, why couldn't enjoy the game? Yeah. And so, even if it is like, or do buddy ball. Heck, get your kids into like some type of thing where it like, you can both be there and like glare at each other from across the bleachers <laughs> if that's what you have to do. But just like be there like for them mm, and I like put your feelings aside, your animosity, whatever it is. Yeah. To just, like, love your child because I'm sure you both love your child as much as the other. Mm-hmm. And that should be, like, a, a joining point. I love that. I think. Truly and honestly. Truly and honestly. <laughs> truly and honestly. We have loved being truly and honest. Well, Isabel, thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you for I'm having me. I'm actually going to keep that all in one episode. So that was good because I have some stuff to take out, like, with Teddy. Anyways. Uh, but I will have you on in the future. So you guys, if you enjoyed Isabel, please let me know. You can DM me on Instagram at grace underscore underscore Casper. You can leave a review and tell us how much you loved Isabel and her story and how it was um, helpful for you. And we just thank you again, parents, for listening to this all the way through, for having the humility to really seek out resources for your kids and to say like wow I can't do this alone and I need resources Mm -hmm. so thank you for humbling yourself and listening to two girls who have not been through a divorce themselves (laughs) as parents but have been through it as children of divorce so Mm -hmm. thanks again Isabel for donating your time and thanks for just sharing a part of your story I'm excited me too yes it's good and maybe side note if mom with special needs kids has any specific questions please i'm volunteering grace please send them to grace and i am like so open to answer them love that yes if you have any specific questions for isabel please let me know and i will send them her way and forward them to you so i'll be the conduit Mwah, 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 mwah. Ciao, 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 ciao. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to follow and subscribe, and we will see you next time.